2: God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited.
1: Listen now.
3: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync...
4: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: This is a podcast from The Bugle.
4: You and your friends
0: just wanted a summer holiday you'd remember. Underage drinking, skinny dipping, some light grave robbing, normal teenage stuff. Maybe you'd get your first kiss. What you didn't count on was a dark secret that would bind the six of you together forever. A dark secret that would eventually lead to alcoholism, broken families, haunting dreams, possible precognition, starring roles on reality television, lives gone off the rails. It wasn't the farmer you ran over accidentally. It wasn't even the farmer you ran over on purpose, or the werewolf that bit Trish. It was the skinny dipping. You're still back there, in that moment, every time you close your eyes, the thrill, the fear, the nothing sound of underwear hitting the pier. And then all of you noticing Andy's genitals at the same time. Or rather, the instead of genitals, where genitals should have been. You all look and see the gargle. This is the gargle. Welcome to the gargle, the sonic glossy magazine to the Bugles' audio newspaper for a visual world. I'm your host, Alice Fraser. We bring you all of the news, none of your politics. And your guest editors for this week's edition of the magazine are Vince Mancini. Hello.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: It's a delight. And Matt Lieb.
2: Hey, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm glad that we're having this Matt Leave Alice Fraser extended universe crossover. I know, over the last just few keep weeks. going.
1: Yeah, just nothing <laughs> but Alice and Matt, you know, taking over the world one pod at a time.
0: Finger guns. Uh, but before, speaking of fingers, <laughs> but before we cut our fingers and swear forever to keep secret the things that we learn in today's headlines, let's have a look at the front cover of the magazine for this week. The front cover this week is a photo of a red carpet posing for photographers. The headline reads, "With everyone on strike, the red carpet finally gets the spotlight to itself." Uh, you guys are in LA. How are you finding that?
1: Oh man, it's great. I, you know, the writer's strike, the actor strike, it's really been um, it's been great for podcasting because uh, now everyone is just like being like. Hey, let's all start a podcast like famous actors and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no, you don't have enough platforms. You don't have enough go like audience in your life. You you really you need to take this away from us too. This is not a medium for famous people. Okay, this is a medium for sad people.
2: Do you listen to any podcasts with famous people? That just seems like a thing that someone financing podcast somewhere thinks uh, that people do but I don't know anyone in real life who's like oh I need to I need yeah, to hear right.
0: And actor starting a podcast is a bit like that thing where Mark Wahlberg said if he was on the planes, 9-11 wouldn't have gone down the way. It yeah,
2: did. exactly. Where it's like you're,
0: you're playing smart people.
1: If I were to start a podcast, it would be me, a bunch of beautiful ladies, and, uh, and we would just do push-ups on the podcast. And we would all just hold each other's dicks and be like, wow, this is a lot of fun talking about... Am I allowed to say dicks?
0: (laughs) You are. You're welcome to say dicks as many (laughs) times as you like. (laughs) Right.
1: On my podcast, we say dicks and never bleep it. That's my best uh, Boston accent. And for He was just describing
2: our podcast that we do together. Yeah, but that's that's what podcasts are. Well except for the yeah, except for the girls their part. Mostly just push ups.
0: You see that with action stars all the time, why all these action stars go right wing because they're playing these like really violent macho men and you're like, no, you're, you're a dancy fairy boy. That's your, your yeah, job.
2: Right.
1: No, you're a theater kid. Stop. Yeah, no, exactly. A good
2: enough actor will convince themselves that they are the characters that they play eventually and it just that's the way it goes.
0: I feel like podcasts are the Twitter sort of situation where you don't follow people because they're famous. You follow people because they have interesting ideas and therefore podcasting is not the area for famous people.
2: Yeah, you follow them because they got nothing to lose
1: yeah 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 you can watch someone burn down their own career and not even know they're doing it. just like a frog slowly boiling in water yeah, just watch people slowly become unemployable right exactly it's fun
0: It's so it's nice undeniable uh audio clips the satirical cartoon for this week, are a couple of studio executives gathered around a laptop. Executive one says, and then Terminator says, you've made the world a better place, Skynet. And executive two says, told you we don't need writers. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for your top stories. Top story this week, worm revival news. This is the news that scientists have just awakened a 46,000-year-old roundworm from Siberian permafrost. I, just, uh, I was just
2: resting my eyes.
0: <laughs> Do, yeah i just resting on his, uh, vince mancini you've taken a long nap can you unpack this story for us
2: oh yeah there was a worm and he was sleeping and some dickhead scientists came in and they were like you know let's wake him up and uh i don't know seems wrong to me just let him he was having a good
1: nap no nah, i'm I'm for it listen if you're gonna awaken shy hulud <laughs> Uh, <laughs> forty million years later, I'm glad you're doing it now at the peak of our planet and our society. Like we're gonna be a Dune world anyways, you might as well have a nice sandworm in it.
2: I mean, I feel like the yeah, as humans, you think oh, forty thousand years in the future, everything's gonna change. But if you're a round worm, you probably woke up and was like, yeah,
1: this is this is yeah, the same.
2: This is what same. I remember.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean, this is the grittiest reboot of Encino Man Uh <laughs> except in this instance uh, the worm is a lady where the moment mm. she woke up apparently she started having babies in a laboratory dish Oh, which, that's right.
1: Know,
0: isn't a <laughs> troubling precursor to any kind of apocalypse that I can think of
1: well I like that it's a traditional worm who understands traditional gender roles and was just like <laughs> my role here is to make a yeah. bunch of little worms that will
2: end up in my dog's butt somehow for 40,000 years all I've been listening to is the tick-tock of my biological clock and finally... <laughs> I'm awake, <laughs> and I can give birth. Hell yeah! I wonder what other
1: uh, horrors they're gonna wake up in the permafrost. <laughs> like every time, you know, it's like a hundred and ten degree day in Los Angeles. I'm just like, something cool is melting right now. Yeah, and yeah. something I'm is de- is thawing out. Yeah, and it's not gonna be like an N sixty four or something like that. It's it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be something know, that crawls be... up your pee hole. Yeah, right. (laughs) And makes you grow wings.
0: Who knows? Who knows? Uh, We will find out, though, as the permafrost increasingly melts and uncovers all of the secrets and shame of the past.
1: (laughs) Very excited for it. Could be anything.
0: Your ad section now, because you can't be what you can't buy. You already have a nice smile, but is it sexy? Sex up your mouth with dental floss, the G-string for your teeth. (laughs) Everyone loves fish, but don't you wish they were more useful? Now they are, with starfish. (laughs) Decorate a Christmas tree, use it to navigate, throw it at your enemies, eat it probably, I don't know, starfish. Five points, all winner, maybe dinner. (laughs) And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the study that found 67% of men and 25% of women would rather inflict a painful electrical shock on themselves than be alone with their thoughts for 15 minutes. Depressing science about internet usage or depressing science about men? You decide. (laughs) <laughs> and sure soup is a conspiracy to put teeth out of work but you can't decide if you're hungry or thirsty right now and you don't have time to do both try a bowl of soup brought to you by half a glass of water with stuff in it and that's your ad section for today
1: and now i want soup
0: yeah that's that's how that's how capitalism gets you
1: so that's how ads work <laughs> someone just talks about soup and i'm like i could use a soup I would like a soap.
4: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
0: multi-directional folly now. This is the news that the Oceangate co-founder, the uh, one, of, one of the founders of the company that recently and fatedly sent a, a submarine deep, deep underwater to implode, uh, has, is planning to send 1,000 people to a floating colony on Venus. Uh, Matt Lieb, you like to look at the stars and dream. Can you unpack this story for us?
1: Yeah. Um, well, so I assume that this is the surviving one. Uh mm. the co-founder who did seems, not yeah. that seems suddenly like assumption. I mean, yeah, probably. Uh did not implode looking for the Titanic. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, you know Sorry, just to
0: pause. You are yeah. the best uh detective in like a crime novel. You walk in and we go, At least we know it's not that guy, yeah, the dead no. guy.
1: No, I you know, I like to just I like poking to set his the scene. pinky in something and tasting it. Yeah. Mm that it was an alive guy who did that (laughs) uh yeah uh no it's 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 you know they listen they think outside the box uh and they're trying to help the world by sending people to places in
2: which they will surely die and i I like uh, that he just thought like you know uh well my partner's just imploded uh at the bottom of the sea in another one of our ventures but the press is paying attention to me now, so I'm pretty sure. Like, this is my moment. This is going to yeah. be the time when I sell another big idea. This is. Yeah.
1: I won't make the same mistake again. We're not doing the ocean no more. Now we're going to Venus because you know what? Only men died on that Titanic submarine, and we need some women who are from <laughs> Venus to die there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, women are from Venus. Let's go to where the pussy is. Yeah. <laughs> this is the problem with letting billionaires talk to each other because his defense against the accusation that this is a crazy claim is that it is less crazy or less aspirational, as he puts it, than putting a million people on the Martian surface by 2050, uh, which is a thing that only Elon Musk has said is
1: possible. Right. Yeah, it's funny because his context is only talking to another insane person and he's like oh oh i was this was moderate this yeah. was a moderate idea
2: well they have people for all the small things it frees them they all they have all their their household daily tasks taking care of all the mundane things they don't have to think about it anymore it's just other yeah. people's problem and so frees them up to think about like the big ideas you know like yeah. mars like and, floating
1: uh, mars place for yeah. money
4: yeah but-
0: I mean, specifically, Musk uh, is is quite famous for promising things that he absolutely will not deliver in the time frame that he has suggested for them. So I don't this it it just it just it and it, it just. <laughs> you'd you'd
1: think <laughs> well, that,
2: that I mean, like, the, the, like there was a time where you might believe some of the things, like oh, maybe he could do that. But like now that he's proved that he is not capable of changing the sign on his own building uh, successfully, I don't think he's like the. <laughs> person to trust with a mars colony
1: yeah or like you know put a chip in my brain so i can you know use x on uh, <laughs> without using my hands shit like that is uh not boding well in terms of the confidence level for, for the intellect of these guys but at the same time why are they rich and i'm not
4: It's true. everything about that why
1: they yeah they must be a little bit more smarter mm-hmm. if they're rich and i'm not So yeah,
0: well, uh, it seems like one of the things he's motivated by is the idea that Venus is Earth's twin. But if it is Earth's twin, that is definitely Earth's evil twin, uh, in that it has it's basically surrounded by clouds of sulfuric acid, um, (laughs) which doesn't seem like the right place to live. And he he sort of agrees on on the basis that like it will raise eyebrows outside the space industry. And then he goes on to admit that it would also raise eyebrows inside the space industry. But He doesn't mention that it's easier to raise eyebrows inside the space industry because there's no gravity to keep your eyebrows down. Mm,
4: So everyone in space
1: looks constantly
0: surprised. So you don't have to wear a bra. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh well that's oh. you know th- that is now the you're plus you're side. selling me on it now yeah <laughs> now you're speaking my language
2: <laughs> never wanted to go to space before Yeah, but...
1: i want to go to the topless uh, venus colony you know <laughs> we're all being a little tube together looking out a tiny window at gas
0: <laughs> the, the, the brief period before we all melt,
2: it'll be yeah, pretty the brief hot. before I watch every titty yeah. melt. <laughs> it's <laughs> Earth's yeah. twin. It's it's exactly like Earth. Everything's the same except for the supporting life part. We that part. It's only all right. difference.
1: Small difference, you know. Yeah. But it's uh, an important di- difference nonetheless. I don't know. I I feel like the uh, amount of dangerous places to go on Earth is, I don't know, numerous enough that why can't he
2: just... Yeah, like I the mean, ocean, for example. Well, no, the he's like, okay, I
1: get it, ocean bad, but <laughs> have we tried center of the Earth? Yeah.
2: We try to go down. Places. What if we try to go up?
1: Yeah, go up more far, right? uh Like go to stratosphere. Because it's like at this point, you know, it, we're not even at the point where space tourism is really that much of a thing at all. And he's like... 10 steps ahead it's like let's go to the sun
0: this is what i said this is what happens when they all talk to each other they all just think about the possibilities that their money can build and it's like that yeah. that meme of like men will do x number of mm. completely inter- things instead of going to therapy <laughs> these people will go to x number of inhospitable environments instead of trying to render the earth's surface hospitable for any length of time they're yeah. like we're all headed into yeah.
2: I like that William Shatner took one of those space tourism tours and he came back, quote, profoundly depressed. Yeah. Like That was that was his big takeaway. Like, I'm sad now.
1: Yeah, he came back because he was like, uh, space is desolate and cold and there's nothing there. And it's just an endless landscape of vacuum.
0: There's yeah. no aliens trying to
1: bang me at all. Yeah, there's not one f-able alien in all of space. And he's just like, why am I here? We have all this (laughs) lack of
2: gravity and not one boob
1: to uh, enjoy its effects. Nothing jiggles in space, you
0: know? Now it's time for your reviews. As you know, each week we ask our guest editors to bring in something to review out of five stars. Uh, Vince Mancini, what have you brought in for us this week?
2: Uh, I'm reviewing cold cereal for dessert, Mm -hmm. which I give... Ah five stars I think the uh, cereal industry it uh, did us a great disservice my entire childhood trying to convince us that this was a breakfast food because cold cereal is a terrible breakfast like you want something hot and salty and savory with like some cheese and some potatoes it's like you know you get a pass for breakfast I don't want sugary stuff but after dinner that's when you want something cold and sweet and full of milk it's like the perfect dessert food. And all these years, they've been selling, t- selling us, a- selling to us for the wrong thing. I think. Yeah,
1: I hundred percent agree.
0: S- so five stars, excellent. Five stars. It's a-, a bold move out of the gate.
1: Yeah, no, it is a delicious thing. I I literally have a bowl of cereal every night.
2: And there's a thing that I know about Matt, uh, which <laughs> is that. He when he eats his cereal, first of all, he uses uh, non-fat milk, the kind of one, the milk that's like yeah, kind of blue, milk. and yeah. he puts the milk in the bowl first. Yes, I then do. And he puts the bowl in the freezer so that's that it right. gets <laughs> a little bit like icy, <laughs> like <laughs> some ice crystals, yeah, and then he pours the, the side, cereal. And, and then I pour cereal later. I've seen it do it, and then he eats it like a little raccoon. Yeah,
1: I eat it in a corner somewhere. Well, yeah. <laughs> I turn off all the lights too.
0: <laughs> I pour the milk in the bowl. I put the cereal in the bucket. I lower the bowl of milk into the bucket of cereal.
1: And... Or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> I have your cinnamon toast crunch.
0: Matt, what have, we, what, have we, what have you brought in for us this week?
1: I'm reviewing a product called Baby Headphones. <laughs> um, baby Headphones are uh, a thing that we bought for our baby. Uh, it, because we were, we went on our first plane trip with the baby, nine month old baby. And I was like, okay, you know, planes are loud and I want, I want baby to be able to sleep. So we bought a, a pair of baby headphones. These are not music headphones. They don't play anything. It's kind of like, uh, when you go to the gun range, mm-hmm. um, or for your British audience, uh, when the, you take a baby to the, the gun range, when you take, yeah, yeah, <laughs> as we do. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I know British people don't have gun ranges, knife ranges, whatever you guys have. It's wherever uh, it's to like cover They're your just ears, throw so... it
2: and stick it in the target.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the noise comes from people going, "Yay, yeah, we did it!" Yay! I'm just kidding. Do British people mind me doing an impression of British people? I'm sorry. Oh, David fish and chips. That's what they sound like to me. But I know that we sound weird too. um so, anyways, uh, it like is supposed to lower the volume of the surrounding world. Uh, it's made for babies, baby size head and everything. You know, small little headphones. Um, babies will not just sit idly by with big things on their ears, just pressing. Uh, so every time we put the headphones on, she just rips them right off. And we're on this plane and just hoping that she's going to get like ten minutes of sleep. And we just keep putting the headphones on. And they're so also very heavy things. So when she takes them off, it snaps and hits her in the face and she starts <laughs> crying more. And um, honestly,
4: five I know stars? you can.
1: Yeah, five stars because it was hilarious. No, <laughs> one star because this is a product that shouldn't exist. Uh, I, this is a product that was made because someone said, oh, I have an idea. Let's make one of these but for babies. And then never bothered to look to see if this has worked for anybody. So um, so one star for baby headphones. They don't work and they hurt my baby. And, um, you know, I mean, maybe if I take her to the gun range at some point,
2: we will use them. But for now. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite things about being a parent is just discovering that like half of the products that people have made for babies, they did not think through. For, for more than five seconds, and they just yeah. were like, "Well, I have your money now." And that was the yeah. Point this of is that. a
0: captive, sleep-deprived audience that have lost all judgment. One
1: hundred percent, one hundred percent. Most of the purchases that we make for this baby are in the middle of the night, desperately seeking a solution <laughs> for crying, and so they know that.
0: May I recommend for plane time nap time? As somebody who's been traveling uh, with my now twenty-one-month-old uh, since she was four and a half months old, um, the ca- combination of the carrier. Uh, her facing you and then just the ruthless hand over one ear and the other ear pressed into a warm chest
1: and yeah. in terms oh. of
0: maintaining that way better than baby headphones. I mean, your yeah, that arm sounds way does to get Matt, tired, yeah. but you can do it No, but I want to buy later. a product
1: for solution. I don't... <laughs> I, I know product has solution for most problems. So, I will continue typing baby and then blank for whatever <laughs> issue there is. Baby... Anti-depression medication.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's been at least four times where I've gotten like a medication from the pharmacy, like a, one of those liquid medications for a baby uh, in like a four-inch bottle. And then they'll give you a syringe that's about two inches long and oh, uh, oh, oh, to, yeah, pull, yeah. Th- to pull the medication out from. And I'm like, someone could have at least like eyeballed this. So like, it didn't have yeah, to be an yeah. exact <laughs> measurement. But you yeah. think you could get like closer than half?
1: Yeah. I feel like almost like they they know you're sleep deprived so they're f-ing with you too you know they're just like this will be hilarious when they're trying to feed their baby this like sleepy time medication and they can't reach <laughs> yeah. it so they, they have to, to like... pour
2: it into a little saucer and then <laughs> yeah. use the syringe to take it out with That's well fun. you have
1: to go to amazon and buy something called baby saucer it's like a regular <laughs> saucer but for a baby <laughs> and then you have to wait for that to show up and it's a nightmare
0: I'm going to review two things. I normally don't review anything at all. Uh, but I'm first of all uh, going to review with a question mark Vince Mancini's choice of a flamingo shirt for this mm-hmm. podcast. For those of you who are watching this on YouTube, was this a deliberate choice to aggress me or is it just something that you like?
2: No, I'm in summer shirt mode. We decided this about two weeks ago. I'm yeah. doing uh, it, with all summer themed shirts with patterns and, uh, and summer themes. Because, you know, it's hot out. Might as well enjoy ourselves while we sweat to death. Yeah. So
0: it's not because I'm on the record as saying that uh, using uh, flamingos as decor as a lazy uh, millennial's <laughs> attempt at whimsicality. <laughs> and that flamingos as a bird are deeply overrated.
2: Yeah, they are stinky.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Stinky? They're just
0: long-nosed, smug, swamp-dwelling, krill-eating, baby-stealing monsters. Mm-hmm
2: and they yeah well but they stand on one leg that's why people like them and they're
1: pink that's the main reason it's because they're pink true yeah you from afar you're like they're fierce that's why we like them. like yes bitch like that's (laughs) you look at them and you know they're fabulous that's why and you're telling me they're dressed
2: to krill you know (laughs) i
1: love you
0: (laughs) And the other thing that I'm going to review is leaving this Airbnb, which has alternately uh, n- locked me out, let robbers in, and uh, <laughs> does an occasional alarm that just we can't turn off and happens for no reason until the people upstairs decide to turn it off. Yeah, uh, Not during
1: the robbery. The, the alarm is saved for after the robbery to just annoy you so you'll never sleep.
0: And the review is I... Uh, I'm sending private messages to the person who owns the Airbnb agreeing to st- be in a Mexican standoff about leaving a review. I'd like, we won't leave a review if you don't leave a review because we're mutually <laughs> assured destruction here. <laughs>
1: because I because some of
0: the messages I sent at 2 a.m. while locked away from my baby were pretty rage-filled.
2: I can imagine. You were locked away from the baby. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh,
1: I, uh, the baby was inside?
0: The baby was inside. I was coming back from the gig. I may mm. have briefly tried to tear a, an iron security go- door out of a concrete framework with my bare <laughs> hands.
2: They're like, look, we have, a sec- we have anti-theft devices. They're supposed to alert you uh, when theft is going on, but we never said that we, they would be timed to the theft. Like they were just right. going to go off at some point to alert people that a theft has happened or is about to happen.
0: Yeah, they're essentially one of those precogs in a pool who's like, something terrible is going to happen (laughs) at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like the the compromise here. I won't write a bad review if you don't write a bad review um, because uh, it's like a mutually, uh, it's a mutual agreement to not snitch on each other, which is I'm personally a fan of. So
0: I've got got the review uh, all keyed up. It's in my back pocket. My fingers quivering on the trigger. We're back to back. (laughs) We're walking away. If I hear hear a gun getting cocked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're pulling the trigger on that one.
2: Have you showed the review? Like this is what I would post uh, if you don't make me happy.
0: Not yet. We've reached a tentative truce um, so far. In that I've said, I understand this is stressful for you too
2: damn <laughs> wow that's like call center training right there i understand yeah, really how is. difficult it can be to not have your internet working
1: yeah dude yeah yeah and also like is it stressful for them isn't it aren't they th- isn't the most stress they're having is uh you texting uh, hey i got
2: robbed or hey my hey, baby landed in an
0: active construction site from japan with a tired <laughs> baby that kind of yeah. thing you know yeah
2: Yeah, Yeah, they're not stressed at all. They're like, we already got your money. We're not, we're we're relaxed over here. (laughs) Just laying back, watching
1: Righteous Gemstones and just like getting texts from you going, Jesus, figure it out, lady.
0: (laughs) Milk Thief news now. Matt, you have the sticky fingers of somebody who's been dipping into the cheese section. Can you unpack this story for us?
1: A British Columbia real estate agent has been fined $20,000 after being caught on camera drinking milk straight out of a, uh, of the jug at a home he was showing. Yeah, which, by the way, I wholeheartedly agree with this, uh, and I'm actually considering suing my nine-month-old daughter for the same crime. Uh, before she came along, those were my milky
2: jugs. Um, it's funny because... I- you really don't have to do anything as a real estate agent. Like you just sort of show up to somebody yeah, else's not drink house the milk is like to sell easy. it to someone else who wants to buy the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just don't drink the milk. I think yeah. maybe he just was just like, well, this is my house now I'm selling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you stay in a house long enough trying to sell it. You're like, I own this place. Huh?
2: It's like the actors where they get convinced that it's their house that they're selling after two hours in the real estate industry.
1: Well, he, he claims uh, that his behavior uh, was out of character and that he was, quote, unusually dehydrated uh, <laughs> at the time because of a new medication, uh, as well as being under, quote, considerable stress, uh, which is, I assume, just the milk jug staring at him from the other side I of mean, the refrigerator, just being like, I mean, aren't you thirsty?
0: <laughs> well, I didn't need to know that this but this man's on a Zempic. Uh, yeah. And yeah right. Needs to be fined another fifty thousand dollars for what he then immediately did in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, you don't want to know what happened. Yeah, milk came out both sides. All right. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I still haven't read about azempix. Is that the deal that it just makes you uh, poop out all your food? Is that is that how that works?
0: Um, among other side effects, uh, what one of the side effects is extremely diarrhea. But the, I think hmm. what it's meant to do is mean <laughs> that food doesn't look good to you anymore. Oh, um, yeah. So it works on both ends.
1: On both ends it works, exactly.
0: Less input, more output.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's amazing that there is like a fine for that. Like usually I assume that like, you know, first of all, if someone drinks a some milk, we had a house sitter recently and I, you know, I noticed a little bit of the milk kind of down a couple of inches um, and I didn't know I could take legal action for that and it's nice to know that like in canada they're like you know we don't have a lot of crime but we have
2: a lot of milk crimes that happen. it's all politeness based crime and right uh, exactly It's rigidly enforced
0: what i want in a milk jug is you know those irritating motivational water bottles that are like you're doing it chug 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 but it's like just a milk jug with every every like inch down the jug it's like twenty thousand dollars (laughs) $40,000.
1: Yeah, $40,000. Man, dude, I just ate $80,000 worth of milk. It's great.
2: (laughs) I say eight because, as you know, I like to freeze my milk. You put it in the freezer, yeah. Wait till it's crystals and solid. (laughs) I I mean, now, I I think if you were the house sitter, like previously I would have thought, like this This would be more polite to clean my glass of milk and put it back in the cupboard after I've drank. But now it's like I'm going to leave my dirty glass in the sink, just so they can see that I used a uh, glass and I didn't drink drink straight from the carton.
1: Yeah, I wonder if the fine would have been less if he had used a glass. But I think like a good portion of that fine was like right out of the jug, you freaking monster. No, I think
2: like, it would have been no harm, no foul if there was a glass, right? Like, okay, we can spare a glass of milk. We're not yeah, monsters. which but. is
1: crazy. I mean, you know, those are. Uh, Canada seems like actually kind of a wonderful place. Like, those are the laws that should exist, you know.
0: <laughs> now it's time for your eyeball scanning news section. We have two eyeball scanning stories or face scanning or horrifying scanning stories. Uh, WorldCoin, the cryptocurrency that wants to scan your eyeballs, just taking us one step closer to the ultimate end goal, which is where you whisper your deepest secrets into your computer and it lets you send an email. Uh, (laughs) Vince, you've got a lot of secrets. Can you unpack this story for us?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know how uh, the guy who smashed his partner up in the bottom of the ocean well now the guys that uh did a really bad job of uh you know having an alternative to the banking system they yeah. want you to let them scan your eyeballs like they can't keep people from just uh taking all of the money from a lot of these crypto things so they're like what if we could scan your eyeballs uh, yeah. instead it's pretty
1: great. Uh, like the whole idea around it is that, um, bots are, uh, getting increasingly more advanced and that it's difficult to tell whether or not, you know, anything that exists on the internet came from, uh, a bot or from a human. And, uh, which is true. I mean, like up until now, the only way to tell if an account is a bot or not is if they disagree with your opinion on politics, but you know, <laughs> Because you're always right. That's how it works. Uh, But this company is proposing a uh, digital proof of personhood by scanning your eye, which uh, I mean, if there's one thing I trust, it's crypto to figure out the world's problems, you know, like,
0: I mean, Let's let's be very clear. This world coin is being suggested by uh, Sam Altman, who's the head of OpenAI. So mm-hmm. what we can trust is for crypto to first that create and then solve the world's problem. It's like uh, yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. McDonald's owned a Zempec. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, no, it's really great. I mean, I think that it's a really great solution. You know, uh, it's like they're resolving this issue by having humans like willingly give their biometric data to a Silicon Valley uh, Adderall fiend who feeds it into like a malevolent supercomputer in exchange for an ape drawing. And I think that that is (laughs) probably the best possible solution to figuring out whether or not someone is real or not is if they do this, (laughs) like I feel like only a bot would actually choose to do this. And so, uh, You know, it kind of has the opposite effect, but that's just my my two cents on it.
0: It feels like in the tech industry, particularly Mm -hmm. in the startup world, in the crypto world, like 70 to 90% of the job of selling any product is being able to sell the product. And yet they are terrible at naming this shit. Uh, (laughs) The proof of personhood is is created by this iris scanning device, which is called the Orb.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Give your eye to the Orb. The Orb will say whether or not you are real. cool
0: yeah i mean also it feels it feels sort of like an imbalance of power to get a a robot to verify whether you're you're human or not
1: yeah yeah it's kind of bullshit to be like well what do you know you're a goddamn robot and also now you have my eye data doesn't that mean you can be like now i am you ha 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 just seems like a bad idea to give it to a bad supercomputer, you know?
2: It also feels like, you know, banks were working pretty well. And then these guys were like, what if no banks? And you're like, okay, but then people just steal my money all the time. And then they can say, okay, but what if a robot scanned your eyeball? <laughs> then <laughs> would you feel comfortable uh, putting your yeah. money with us?
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yes. Now I feel.
1: a switch. Yeah, I needed more of my data getting out there. Not just don't just take my money, take my eyes. Thanks yeah the worst part about this is that like i kind of understand intellectually the idea of like uh i would like to know the difference between like an ai bot and a human and it is hard to tell and i feel like there's probably smell a way em. but they yeah first of all just smell them and if they smell like a flamingo <laughs> you know <laughs> it is not a human but no i like the the uh, the weird thing about this is, according to the, the article, uh, that uh, digital ID platform WorldCoin aims aims to provide its users with a verified digital identity plus a cryptocurrency token uh, and mm. a crypto wallet app. The, the fact that they're adding all of this security data onto the blockchain is so funny because it's just like, yeah, it's like the most secure technology in the world next to the Word document called mypasswords.doc. You yeah, know also what I it's, mean?
2: It's like the, the idea is that you, are, you think you would be less likely to be scammed by a real person as opposed to an AI. Right. Like, oh, I mean, uh, as long as I'm giving this money to a person... Uh, yeah. on the blockchain, who has never scammed another person. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unlike exactly. AI, who are malevolent for some reason. Yes, yes.
0: I resent being asked by a robot to prove that I'm not a robot. Like, if I'm halfway through trying to log into something and it says, prove you're not a robot, and then I have to go off and, like, love deeply, suffer incredibly, live <laughs> a full and passionate life. Mm-hmm. And by then, like you know, no watching login page is timed out. You can't get into your Amazon cart. F-
1: yeah. The worst thing is like captchas have gotten to the point where like they get really complicated. And have you ever like been like confronted with a really hard captcha where it's like, what are the numbers here? And all you see is lines, and you're like, am I a computer?
2: <laughs> or the the security questions that are like really like qualitative, emotion-based, like what yeah. shirt were you wearing when you had your first kiss? And you're like, I don't, <laughs> what? Can I, just, <laughs> can I just tell you where I was born?
4: <laughs>
0: and an even better scanning news story, this is scanning children's faces news. Uh, this mm. is the news that the entertainment software rating board uh, wants to scan children's faces to make sure they're not just clicking I'm over 18 in order to get into all the sexy games. Um, <laughs> Matt Lieb, you have played a sexy game. I assume you have played Leisure Zou- Larry. Can you unpack this story oh, yeah. for us? Oh
1: yeah, I played a lot of. Se- I played a game called Virtual Valerie once. It was uh, <laughs> you just uh, you could choose how you had sex. It was great. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> Entertainment Software Ratings Board, uh, which is the MPAA for video games, um, and they're the people who like put like uh, those E ratings or T ratings or M ratings. You know t is for teen e is for everyone m is for mature um they're prepared to enforce who plays what games by literally scanning players faces to determine via software how old they are uh and you know so they keep m for mature for just adults you know that way if you're a kid playing a game you know you won't you know that you won't be able to play call of duty because uh that's too much violence i guess um (laughs) Yeah, so the proposed system would ask the user to take a photo of their face um, and uh, check for a live human presence, then submit the photo for, quote, estimation of age, which is like, Mm. great, finally a way to stop video game companies from exploiting our children by sending pictures of them to some sort of pedophile robot. (laughs) <laughs> we'll look and see if your lips are too full to be an adult. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no, yeah. no,
0: I just want to collect millions of pictures of children's faces. No, nothing yeah. us. Just
1: give me children. I require we do anything children's with
2: this. <laughs> we our <laughs> entire industry is not built on uh, digitizing a human form, so we will be yeah. the best curators of this information. Also that like we can, the the current facial recognition software half the time it doesn't work for like people of non-white races cuz they didn't test it on enough right. uh people outside <laughs> of their own office. I'm sure it's yes. going to work really well for like figuring out what people what age people are.
0: Well, cops can't seem to do it.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I I've yet to use a filter on like either like Instagram or TikTok that does the like guess your age thing that I didn't think was secretly programmed to do a bit just burning me <laughs> you know like, like every time I do it it's like 58 and I'm like you just do uh, do you know any Jews computer do you know how Jews age you age like avocados okay I'm actually I was young once, but I'm not that old, okay? (laughs) 38. perfect
2: and creamy yesterday.
1: Yeah, I was perfect and creamy yesterday, and now I'm brown and sagging, and my pit just falls out. (laughs) You don't even have to scoop it out.
0: You're you're in the sweet spot. You're just a man. You're not an old man. You're not a young man. You're just a man.
1: I'm just Mm -hmm. a man. I'm just a man who wants to play Animal Crossing, and now the computer says I'm too old to do it. Well, f*** you pedophile robot does it work backwards that's the real question you know if it if are you are you too old for pokemon you know will it tell you like you got to get out of here weirdo because that i kind of agree with
0: tiktok yeah
1: yeah (laughs) I'm, i'm kind of for that i would i listen as a parent i would love to keep all bad things away from my child and i would love to do that without ever putting forth any effort on my part so scan yeah. their faces i say take a little finger prick you know a little blood take some of the blood of my children
2: and you know piss help the keep old. them safe
1: yeah, <laughs> p- yeah test yeah,
0: the, yeah, the levels of innocent in your
1: urine <laughs>
2: look i want the algorithm algorithm to raise my children but i want it to be a good algorithm
1: yes, <laughs> and, yes. Uh, yeah
2: if you scan my kid's face and tell me you're good okay i I'll really take hate for
1: it when uh, the algorithm is problematic, that's always <laughs> the worst. I'm like, yikes! Algorithm that controls our daily <laughs> lives and uh, thoughts I and mean, dreams.
0: I think that's really nice that you want that for your daughter. I just want for my children what I want, uh, what I think everyone wants really secretly, which is that I want to do so well in life that in 25 years' time they get dogpiled on the internet for being a nepo baby.
1: Oh God, mm. knock wood. That's I think we we all want. Yeah, that. I would. I really. If I could make my daughter's life hell in a few years by being just so (laughs) successful that people resent her because of it.
2: Yeah. I want to be successful enough that their success will be considered mine.
1: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. I want her to have a complex
2: about not being able to live
1: up (laughs) to all of the pee pee poo poo jokes that I tell on the (laughs) microphone i'll never do pee pee poo poo like my dad i'm not you i don't want your life i want one of those moments you know varsity blues it was a big movie in america
0: (laughs) i've not heard of it
1: okay Um, so james vanderbeek right he's like uh Mm -hmm. he played Mm -hmm. dawson
0: (laughs) and now it's time for the end of the show we're flipping through the ads at the back uh matt leave have you got anything to plug
1: Yes, I do. Uh, First and foremost, um, Vince and I do a podcast called uh, Pod Yourself a Gun, which is both a Sopranos rewatch podcast and now it is a The Wire rewatch podcast. Uh, You were on it recently uh, and it was a lot of fun. Your episode is one of my favorite episodes that we've, uh, we've done. Um, so Thank yeah you. I was
0: so tempted to subscribe at the $8 level on your Patreon all, just before the episode that I was on in the yeah. hope that then you would have to read my name at the end of the episode <laughs> and make it like questionable as to whether I was brought on on my own merits or if I'd brought my way on somehow uh, but then I just didn't credit you with the organizational ability to line those up if I did <laughs> no
1: I just, you would have been my choice right. like I would have been eight weeks late. later and I would have been yeah. like oh that'd be it would have been funny <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so listen to that, uh, and then also uh, me and my wife, comedian my wife. Francesca my wife, Francesca Fiorentini, uh, are going to be uh, headlining at the Punchline in San Francisco on Tuesday, October seventeenth. Uh, so you can get your tickets at uh, Punchline San Francisco dot uh, com uh, or just google the punchline San Francisco do whatever way you get to it get your tickets Tuesday October 17th 8pm myself and Francesca Fiorentini who is much more successful than I am uh, but uh,
2: I'm a man so but her uh, success is your success now because that's you guys right. are married
1: that's yeah. right
0: one flesh one billing credit <laughs> that's
2: right
0: Vince we got anything to plug
2: uh, yeah, I mean, most of my plugs are also Matt's plugs. Uh, we do the podcast together, which you can find at patreon.com slash frotcast. Uh, but I also have a newsletter now called The Content Report, where I write about, uh, you know, movies and TV and internet stuff. Uh, and that's at com.
0: I highly recommend supporting both of those things. Um, you guys are great podcasters, and you're a great writer, Matt. Uh, and also, Vince, I want, I'm going to subscribe to this content report. I am doing my show Twist at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival at 8.30 at the Underbelly Bristow Square. I'll also be doing two live gargles the 15th and the 22nd of August. So if you are in Edinburgh, drop by and see that. Otherwise, uh, you can find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser. It's a one-stop shop for all of my stand-up specials, podcasts, and blogs, as well as my weekly writers' meetings uh, and salons and book clubs. I do lots of stuff over there, patreon.com slash Fraser. I've also got a book. I've got a book coming out at unbound.com. Go to unbound.com and write in Alice Fraser to get to the page and buy a copy of The Dancy Lagarde Reader. I say go to unbound.com and type in Alice Fraser because I guarantee you will not spell Dancy Lagarde correctly the first time. I didn't, and I made it up. So, uh please buy my book big thanks to our roving reporters who've sent in stories that they think we would like this week pk miss otis and robert Silito who sent in the worm revival story pk also sent in the venus story and robin Shant sent in the milk swigging story as well as a few people on my patreon and robert sent in both stories in the eyeball scanning section so big week for robert Silito this week or i assume a slow week at work If you'd like to be a gargle roving reporter tweet us at, sorry, X us at HelloGarglers on X where we remain (laughs) because a sinking ship in a vast ocean is still vaguely floating. This is a Bugle Podcast and Alice Fraser Production. Your editor is Ped Hunter. Your executive producer is Chris Skinner. I'll talk to you again next week.
1: You can listen to other programs from The Bugle including The Bugle Catharsis